Welcome to the Let's Mix It Up Together podcast. The real estate podcast brought to you from a realtor's perspective. With your hosts, Ronald and Gordon Trichlow. Get plays on buying, selling, investing, top agent strategies, and more. Now let's get ready to mix it up together on another episode. Yo, what's going on, man? What's going on, brother? Good to have you back, man. Absolutely, man. And, and good to have everybody else back, too. Welcome back to the Let's Mix It Up Together podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Critchlow. And I'm Ronald Critchlow. And, uh, you know, last time, you know, we, we had quite a good game there. Good fun. <laughs> we, you, you know who won, or if you don't, you guys can check back and see. He's feeling himself. <laughs> He's feeling himself. What are we going to talk about today, though, Ron? Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about how to leverage credit purchase real estate yes and 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 for this particular episode the name is is using credit to buy real estate um so uh check us it's on youtube right if you're listening on apple Podcasts, uh as well as spotify or google uh tune in and listen in so let, let's let's get everything set let's up let's get going man i'm, I'm ready know, to, i'm ready to win this one. i'm supposed to be uh breaking again but i mean i'll let you break if you want to break whatever you think is going to give you a, a fair shot let's go so you're putting the white ball in there man you're all over the place so while you're getting all that set up, yeah, you gonna you gonna are you gonna break? I'm gonna break. I'll break. I'll break. You break? Okay. So while we're getting everything going here, you know, on on real estate, right, as it pertains to credit, let's just talk about. There's a couple of ways that folks can actually use credit to buy a property, right? Mm-hmm. And so a couple of ways. One is obviously with a mortgage. The second way is going to be leveraging hard money. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's multiple ways. But I'm just a couple. We'll talk about uh, leveraging hard money. And then another way will be also with um. Okay, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other way would be you looking for the, the other one that's on there. Yeah, the last one. The other one would be leveraging credit. Oh, I think I think last time you knocked out the uh, eight ball, <laughs> you knocked out the socket, brother. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, it would be leveraging lines of credit, right? You can leverage a line of credit or um, personal credit, and then grow that up to be able to use business credit, turn that into cash. Absolutely. Right? So we're going, to, we're going to talk about from the most basic to getting creative as it pertains to that, right? So let's, let's, let's dive into it. Matt, for, let's, let's see if you, even, if you can even hit this without knocking off the table. All right, don't try to play me, man. Don't try to play me. Don't try to play me. <laughs> Go for it. Let me, let me roll this. Roll, roll the sleeves on this roll one, these sleeves up, man. Because I want to really let them understand about the, the two basic mortgages. Um, uh, that was a weak one. Uh, still got well, one. you got it. You got it in there. Got one in there. You got you got. All right. I, was, I was over there leading you to where you should hit. I shouldn't be doing that. Let's get Whatever to help you out, though. FHA, though. So um, you was talking about, I know I know you were saying about, um, we were just having a conversation before of topic, mm-hmm. but um, FHA, what, what's the guidelines for that? Somebody like wants to use FHA, first-time yeah. home buyer mortgage. What are they typically looking for credit-wise? Absolutely. So I don't want to get too, too detailed because we are not licensed bankers disclaimer disclaimer we are not licensed bankers we are licensed realtors Realtors. but typically for fha requirements which is the government back loan it's typically 620 credit score 620 typically around there so if you're looking to buy your home or you want to leverage your credit to purchase some real estate uh via fha fha loan you just want to make sure that your credit score is in that range if you want to expand on yeah key key what you said was typical because i don't want somebody yet you have Linda may come on saying, listen, I got a bank that can do lower. He's just saying typical, right? And it's obviously where uh, the numbers may be favorable um, or okay in regards to interest rate. Now, we know the better the credit, what? The better the interest rate, right? Yep, yep, so yep. that means the better the interest rate, that means less money on the mortgage, right? Absolutely. So that's helping you to be able to save money there. 
so that's that's on, that's what that's concerned. Some people think they need to have the best credit score just to get a mortgage, but that's not necessarily true. No, that's true. They that's just true. need that to get a higher, uh, I mean, get a lower interest rate, the yep, higher the credit that score. That makes sense. It's actually still on me. I hit two balls on. Oh, it's still on you? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You see, you said that. He, he said it's actually. It's not normal that that actually happens. Uh, the, the other one is conventional, though. Conventional. Did you just hit that? Yeah, man. I messed up. I messed you really up. Just, I messed up. If you guys are listening in right now, too, by the way, we're, we're actually, well if, you're, well, if you're listening in to the Apple Podcast, I almost did what you did. You hit the eight ball last game. Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcast as well as Google and on Spotify. And obviously, you guys are watching. You can see YouTube. You saw me just hit that not in the socket just now. But I think I still got time to catch That typically up. happens a lot. It doesn't. It but doesn't. Let's, let's get into the, uh, the conventional. Yeah, talk about that. What's the qualifications on conventional credit-wise? So I know conventional, you, you could go get a conventional loan. But as low as 580. Really? Yeah, low as 580. Typically, still look for the 6 620. But as low, you can you can get a loan to get a mortgage as low as 580. 580 credit score. And it's interesting. Not I mean, we're not getting too too deep into the loan aspect, but a lot of people don't even know you can get a conventional mortgage three percent down. Absolutely. Because a lot of people think that you have to hit FHA three and a half percent. They don't know you can do three percent. But again, the numbers, the qualifications, the and then the uh, the income to ratio, the income to debt ratio mm -hmm. is different, right? With conventional. And FHA, we're not getting into all the details of that. We'll speak, have a, a banker on speak there. Speak to your right? bank. Speak to your local yeah, banker. Yeah, we'll, on we'll get that on there. But we just want to know that you could get in the game of buying a house just by having these minimal requirements of credit, right? Absolutely. So, so this is important. And so, yeah. I was gonna say, I know a lot of people. They think that they need to have a seven hundred or seven fifty or eight hundred credit score, and you don't always need that to ne necessarily purchase a purchase. Your stripes are solid. I'm, I didn't even hear I'm anything. I'm solids. In. You're gonna miss anyway, man. Oh wow! Yeah, y'all hear, hear the trash talk let's on this. See what he got here. Okay, and he's gonna scratch. All right, let's scratch. Watch out! Okay. Party, party yourself. All right, all right, all right. Party yourself. Yeah. So we're not we're not gonna get too much detail on. Oh, I thought I was gonna get that. They almost took the tree with me. Darn it! <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about FHA conventional, right? And again, there's other things around it. But let's let's talk about hard money. I think I think Absolutely. some of our folks want y'all want to hear about hard money, right? So hard money, right? So some folks wonder, like, how do I qualify? You hear folks talk about wholesaling or buying and flipping mm -hmm. and investing. And so with hard money, that's a way pretty much to be able to uh, leverage your credit, to be able to get cash uh, from leveraging your credit um, to be able to buy a property, whether it's a property, usually probably want to fix up, whether it's something you're flipping or fixing and holding to be able to rent out. And uh, qualifications on that. What are they usually looking for on that? And I'm thinking six. You just hit that in just now? Yeah, just of course. Come on, you asked me. Of course, I, of course, I hit that in, man. Now with the hard money, it's a little bit different, and mm -hmm. it's more of what people use for as an investment strategy mm -hmm. um, to acquire real estate. So for the credit requirements, they're not as extensive. Mm -hmm. So there's not a technical credit score. Well, some of them have certain minimums, right? Some I know do. It varies. Yeah, it varies. It varies. I mean, they would prefer something maybe in the sixes and stuff like that, but they're also looking at the asset that you're buying as well, because mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, that's the money maker there. So you typically want to be somewhere in the sixes, but every hard money person you go to is going to be different. What about increase um, in delinquents and, and, um, and negative items? I think a lot of times, I mean, I mean this is obviously necessary in regards yep. to even going for a regular mortgage, but sometimes some folks think even when you're going for uh, hard money, as long as you just have the assets to show and then the deal makes sense, you can, you can actually get it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they're also looking at, okay, a uh, certain amount of inquiries yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and looking at certain type of uh, uh, delinquencies. Now, for sure, I know if you or negative items. If you go for a mortgage, if you know if you have a recent bankruptcy within like a last year or two, that could definitely, unfortunately, hinder 
you know, you're getting your mortgage. Probably don't want to go try to get a mortgage with 12 inquiries on your credit. Uh, you know, you definitely don't want to want to do that. If you have some delinquent items that were not paid off within the last like two years, that also doesn't look good. But I know the bankruptcies, that's very tough. You know, if you have a, bankruptcy, a recent bankruptcy to try to get a mortgage. Oh, nice shot. Yeah. Nice shot. Nice shot. I don't know if you want to expand a little bit further on that. Focused on losing. Nah, I didn't get that one. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then there's and there's other qualifications, obviously, in regards to um to hard money. But yeah, as it pertains as it pertains to that, I think that's really the main thing is um from a credit standpoint. Um, but the deal obviously has to make sense too. I don't want anybody thinking um on hard money. It's just a matter of you know credit inquiries. You know, and you clean all that stuff off. If the deals don't make sense as between the hard money, not this is an episode on hard money. Right, they're, they're going to want to see that there's a certain range uh, of profitability you know that's going to be there if not they're going to say it doesn't make sense because really they're funding you the money and they're saying if it doesn't if it doesn't work out and you don't do it next amount of time they're going to take the deal pretty much no, so the deal sense. has to make sense for you but for them as a backup too because if it doesn't work out meaning you don't do what you're going to do as a brand new investor they're looking to swipe that deal from you and keep it themselves so no. that's their backup plan that makes and a lot of people don't even know that i think it's on me right yeah Another creative thing that can be done with credit is concerned, um, and I was talking about it, is leveraging your credit to turn it into cash. This is something mm. a lot of people don't necessarily think about, or it's maybe they don't know how to actually really strategically do it. Give the game. But give the game. If we're going we're gonna to get into it, as I'm giving the game here. I thought I had it, but didn't. But um, So credit, cash, right? So you can obviously build your credit up, personal credit. Um, there are some hacks, right, of knowing which credit cards also to apply to, to be able to leverage those credit cards to get certain points, determine the points. I'm not gonna make this all into that, but as you grow your credit limits, right? And you, grow, and you grow your credit score up higher, this can actually help you to be able to start applying also for business credit mm -hmm. as well. So you can now grow your, uh, have your personal credit, grow it up. Let's say if it grows to like a 72740, a, a lot of certain banks that will allow you to get business credit cards. And then now you can now take that Right. And so now if you were to use that business credit, liquidate the, the money from the card, um, there's different ways you can do that. Right. You can have a game. certain type of tender, whether it's like um, I'm not even going to promote any particular one because I'm not getting paid for them. But there's <laughs> particular tenders that you can use for um, to transact um, that credit into cash. And then now when the utilization is on the business credit, you can use that cash to then go buy real estate. Because mm. now it's in your business credit as opposed to your personal credit. But again, you got to build up your business profile first by building your personal profile through having the credit go. You will get an inquiry usually on your business um, when you apply for the business credit card, right? So if it's said bank, right, that says, okay, um, you'll be able to apply with them because you reach that tier limit of, let's say, 720, you can have, you'll get the inquiry, but then you can remove the inquiry off. You know why? Because once the credit is reported on your business credit, it's not going to report on your personal. Only the mm -hmm. inquiry reports on your personal. So now you can remove it off as if it never happened. If you missed what I said, make sure you're tuning in, though. Listen, so you man. catch that because, because it's, it's on there. And again, just for those that are listening right now, again, this is, we're, we're recording this is on YouTube, right? It also is on our podcast, Apple, as well as Google, and as well as on Spotify. Hey, listen, man, I, I, hope, I hope everybody's taking notes because Gordon's over here giving, he, he's giving free, he's, he's giving some good game right now. That, that's on, a, hack, some, a mentor give, of mine told me about. Giving in the hacks on, 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 on the business credit. With the business credit, like Gordon said, it is pretty cool that. Showing your personal, but therefore, if you want to go ahead and continue to leverage your credit to purchase some more real estate, you don't have to worry about that debt showing on your personal credit. 
So you have the inquiry on there, you get that removed, and you can go ahead and start applying for more credit, and it won't even affect your personal, which is really, really good. So here's one of my favorites, which is something I'm working on now. I know we spoke, spoke in regards to this. Lines of credit, because lines of credit can turn into cash right away, right, because it's liquid. And so the way of doing it, obviously, again, personal lines of credit, we're talking about revolving. Some people use HELOCs, like if you have a, a property, you can have HELOC means home equity line of credit. You can pull the equity out of a property, and then you can go get another property, but mm -hmm. it would turn into a line of credit. It's revolving. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about either a personal line of credit through your personal credit, but let's just go to business. If you build your business profile, why not get a business line of credit? So now it is a fixed rate. It could be like around a low rate, like around 4%. Mm -hmm. depending on which bank you're dealing with. And now what you're doing is it's under your business name. Mm -hmm. It's cash readily available. And then you use that money to then go buy a property, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on which areas you're looking to buy, or you can use that to put as down payment money to buy a property. So mm -hmm. you may say, well, go ahead and depending on what area I'm looking, the property may be a couple hundreds of thousands. Well, now if you got, let's say 50,000 or 100,000 in a line of credit, mm -hmm. and it's just sitting there already in, in the bank, now you can just go use that as a down payment. You say, well, go ahead and well, why would I do that? That's they're gonna charge me four percent. It's called pay to play. Absolutely. So if it's four percent, and then now I'm gonna put a down payment. Let's say the down payment is let's say a hundred a hundred thousand dollars on the right property is twenty percent down. Let's say that's the case, or whatever whatever amount. Let's just say that's the amount twenty percent down. Mm -hmm. Now what ends up happening is I've used that money. Yes, four percent that is charged. How much return am I making on the tenants that's going to be living in the property? Mm -hmm. That's what you call arbitrage. I'm making the, the, the money off of the difference. So let's say if I'm making fifteen percent return, I'm just using I'm just using an example on the property. Fifteen percent minus the four percent I'm paying the bank on that line of credit. I made a spread difference of eleven percent. You follow what I'm saying? So and if all the numbers you're not following, just by line <laughs> note, I'm leveraging a lower fee to make more money off of the money I'm borrowing. So they, the thing is called uh, leveraging credit, mm -hmm. I mean, or leveraging debt. See, all debt is not bad debt if you Absolutely. know how to leverage it. Absolutely. Right? So we're just reframing. If you're listening in, again, if you're something you're just jumping in on, on this right now, whether you're listening on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, Google, or if you're watching this on YouTube, we're talking about just ways to just be creative and leverage credit and not thinking of credit as being something as a bad scenario, right? Because a lot of us may have thought, or we may have bad experiences with credit and, and learning how to whether get money from the banks or how to turn that money from the banks into cash. Absolutely, absolutely. You just hit that in? No, I didn't. Of course you didn't hit that. You got to start. I mean, Gordon was given a lot of heavy games. So you got to start with your personal credit. Once you build your personal credit up, if you have a business, if you have a business, we definitely, good shot, good shot. We definitely recommend you get a business. You then start to build your business credit up. Once you build up your business profile on your business credit, then you can continue to start leveraging that. And you don't have to worry about it showing on your personal credit report, which is actually pretty phenomenal. Man, you, you you gave a lot of game, man. Oh, sorry. But but you're not doing good in this game, though. Ooh, good shot. Don't okay. talk too fast. Don't talk too fast. All right. Don't talk too fast. I'm back in this corner, though. Don't talk too fast. Uh, here we go. Here we go. What you're going to do? What you're going to do? I'm about to go. Mm, yeah, there's nothing I can do here. I'm going to have to get that short stick because that's shorting me here on the game. Um, what else, what, else, what else can we give them? What else can we give them in regards to everything here? We talked on mortgages, leveraging mortgages. We talked on lines of credit. We talked about credit cards, right? We talked about hard money. Um, is there anything else that's important as retained to it? Uh, we talk, Another thing about the credit that we didn't mention, while you also want to make sure your credit's in good standing before, whether you're trying to purchase an investment property or before you're trying to purchase your own home, is the interest rate. 
because of your credit is your interest rate is dependent on your credit as well. So if you have that the bare minimum requirement for somebody who does have, you know, 750, 800, which you don't need. But if you have it, you'll get a much better interest rate, which will save you money over the life of your loan. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, that definitely helps a lot. Um, and um, one other thing I was going to mention in regards to credit was oof, I just I just lost my train of thought. Man. <laughs> yeah, I totally lost my thought on, on credit. That's all good, man. You, you, you focus on trying to trying to win, but you're not even winning. You lost your thought, man. On that note. Oh, oh man, it's all good, man. I think we touched on a lot. Yeah, of I think topics, I think so. I think we're good. Um, it was I had I had a, had a son all thought, but hey, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think we gave enough um, in regards to what people can use, some sound tips as it pertains to credit, and uh, some ways of thinking out of the box as it pertains to credit as well. So. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. I mean, I hope you guys liked the episode. Took down some notes because Gordon here was giving out a lot of free game. I mean, that, that's that stuff. That stuff costs money, man. Yeah, no, I pay, definitely paid good money. But I know you did too. Yeah. Um, and and then guys, until next time, mm -hmm. um, definitely tune in with us. Make sure you uh, check in with us, subscribe um, again on our podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. Make sure you also subscribe on our YouTube, YouTube. comment, share it. With a friend as well. Make sure it's getting out there. Don't keep the information hostage, right? No. Share it out with other people. Absolutely. That's all. Thank you for listening to the Let's Mix It Up Together podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. See you next time.